Thanks for joining Impact Boom. On this episode... For a lot of them, it's that kind of celebration of the work they're doing and being able to look out into the crowd and understand that people really are there and can support what they do. So I think kind of finding your tribe and finding people that are similar to you, that you can learn from and that you can also share ideas with is something that kind of helps, something that can be a kind of a lonely, sometimes overwhelming process, be a lot more sustainable. Welcome to impactboom.org. We search the globe to find the people, stories, ideas, and inspiration to help you create maximum positive impact. Each week, Impact Boom brings you thought-provoking interviews with world-leading practitioners passionate about creating positive social change. These designers, social entrepreneurs, educators, innovators, thinkers, and doers share their projects, initiatives, thoughts, and insights on creating a better world. You can find all the stories, links, and other great content at impactboom.org. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter for the latest updates, or subscribe to the newsletter or on iTunes. Thanks for listening to episode 454 of Impact Boom. My name's Tom Allen, and I'm passionate about bringing you the latest interviews and insights to help you create positive social impact. Today, we're speaking with Kristen Lark. Kristen Lark has been involved with the Funding Network Australia since its inception, First working with co-founder Lisa Cotton on the initial pilot events in 2013 and later serving on the Sydney Leadership Council before becoming CEO in July of 2022. Previously, Kristen was TFN's General Manager and has been responsible for driving day-to-day operations, developing TFN's technology roadmap, enhancing TFN's event delivery model and building strong relationships with clients, partners and supporters. Kristen has extensive experience across marketing, stakeholder engagement and communications in the US and Australia, and held leadership positions in both the corporate and non-profit sectors. Kristen is a former senior vice president and partner with Fleischmann Hillert in San Francisco, where her clients included Visa, Netflix, and Dell, and has held senior marketing and communication roles at Compass Group Australia and Good Guys Inc., She's also a certified leadership coach. So in today's podcast, we'll discuss Kristen's insights and lessons learned from helping start, grow and support purpose-driven organizations and charities. And Kristen, it feels like it's been a long time coming, but wonderful to have you on the podcast today. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, It's a pleasure. So kicking things off, Kristen, we'd love to learn a little bit more about your background and what it was that led to your passion in supporting purpose-driven organizations. Wow. Um, let's see. Well, I grew up in the middle of America, um, so a Midwestern girl, which is defined as uh, Kansas City, Missouri, which if you threw a, a needle in the middle of America, it'd be right smack in the middle. And I guess growing up, service was something that was just a part of my everyday life. My dad and my mom uh, modeled it on a regular basis. So I think that for me, it was always important to be giving back to the community. And so I think yeah. Even as I went into my first jobs out of um, university, it was always important to me to incorporate a social commitment aspect. I don't think at the time we were using words like CSR and those sorts of things, but that was one of the things that I probably was most known for with some of the campaigns that I'd come up with was always about having some sort of impact to the community. So I think later in my career, I really became more and more passionate about that, and I got really interested in 
creating purpose-driven leaders and understanding what that looked like from a corporate perspective. Mm. I had a job where I was really trying to build the brand and focus it around being purpose-driven. And it occurred to me that at the time, I was trying to push this agenda where I was, I got everyone's head around the idea of being a purpose-driven business. But I realized that I'd forgotten to start with what it really mattered, which is you've got to have purpose-driven leaders mm. before you can really be driving a purpose-driven leadership agenda. So again, that was the aha moment for me and kind of led me to go back and really look at how I could use my skills and background to help create purpose-driven leaders. That's a really great point there that you make, Kristen, and I'll be keen to learn a little bit more about that a little bit later on then. Being so involved as a CEO of TFN, the funding network, what sort of work are you doing at that organization and how are you supporting organizations and purpose-driven business leaders? TFN is all about igniting grassroots giving. So we want to expose as many people as possible to the amazing work of grassroots charities and grassroots leaders. Mm. And we also want to connect and create opportunities for both those leaders and kind of corporate and other sectors to be able to get involved with grassroots charities. At the same time, we want grassroots charities to be able to learn from people working in business. So TFN is all about bringing those people together, most known for our uh, live crowdfunding events, but for us, it's really about that idea of network, and that's really what the funding network is all about, is creating opportunities for people to come together to share ideas and to learn about and hopefully support exciting ideas that are really making an impact um, for people dealing with kind of entrenched disadvantage. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Well, you've, your events are, are certainly great energy. It's a fantastic opportunity, typically, for a range of different charities social enterprises to come together and find ways to fund from the crowd uh, and the broader network. So I've certainly been to a few and they've always been really great events, Kristen. So from your learnings with these range of different purpose-driven leaders and founders, what advice would you be giving to those who are particularly at an early stage of their organization who are on a mission to create positive impact in the community? Look, I think that as anyone knows who's starting out, whether it's a business or a charity, is that it can be a really lonely process. Mm. So I think one of the things that I really pushing for is to find your tribe. Look for like-minded people that you can share ideas with, but also ones that you can connect with and get support from when you're feeling down. And I think that's probably one of the things people don't always think about with at the funding network is but you certainly raise a lot of money for the charities but for a lot of them it's that kind of celebration of the work they're doing and being able to look out into the crowd and understand that people really are there and can support what they do so i think kind of finding your tribe and finding people that are similar to you that you can learn from and that you can also share ideas with is something that kind of helps something that can be a kind of a lonely sometimes overwhelming process be a lot more sustainable really solid advice and very consistent with the sort of feedback that we get in our accelerator and incubator programs, Kristen, as well. Talking and looking a little bit more broadly at the sector then, understanding that, of course, there are lots of different types of organisations across this sort of purpose-driven movement. And TFN work quite typically with charities, but we also have, of course, people who define themselves in the social enterprise space or B Corps or the broader sort of business for good movement. Sometimes they even call themselves impact-led or purpose-driven, purpose-led enterprises. So with this big range of almost silos that are operating in this space, Kristen, where do you see key opportunities to further bring together this purpose-driven business and charity movement? And what do we need to do to really just take it mainstream now? 
Yeah, I think you've hit on something really important here because collaboration is so important, I think, for businesses, social enterprises today is to look for ways that they can be cooperative and not always competitive. I think that is one of the great benefits of working in the sector and especially in the charity space that can be applied a lot of other places is that you don't actually have to be do it alone. And you yeah. don't have to have the sense that we're going to dominate the market. There's ways to collaborate, to coordinate, and to share ideas and learnings that I think is really important. And, and I think that's an important opportunity in this space is for the collaboration to be a key component of it. Mm, yeah, absolutely. And so within TFN then, outside of the events, how are you looking to create that network of support and connection between the different organizations that you were working with? Sure. So one of the things we have is an alumni program where everyone who's ever pitched at a TFN event is invited to participate. So we have a network of over 250 alumni and we frequently curate opportunities for them. And we mm. also frequently have workshops and opportunities for them to connect with each other. And I think that's probably one of the things that makes us super excited is to see them collaborating on programs and also finding new ways to kind of work together and share kind of ideas. And I guess, you know, it's interesting that's even led us now to look at how over the next kind of 12 months to three years, we're really going to be focusing around some key issue areas so that there's more opportunity for collaboration, more opportunity for sharing ideas and for creating cohorts that are really aligned to some of the biggest issues facing Australians today. Mm, Yeah, excellent ideas. It'd be great to discover a little bit more about that too, Kristen. So I know this is very likely a question similar to asking you who your favorite child is, but... (laughs) What inspiring projects or initiatives have you come across recently which are creating some fantastic positive social change? Sure. It is really always hard to narrow down. I know you experience this, Tom, on a regular basis as well, is that we see so many amazing organizations day in and day out, and it's Mm. so hard to even narrow down the ones that get depicted at our events. But look, I think the ones that are really jumping out for me at the moment are those ones that are, as you're saying, working in that social enterprise space where they've got the business component as well as Mm. kind of the charitable component. For me, I think of the beautiful bunch out of Melbourne as one. It's a great way for everyday Australians to be both supporting a business of something they regularly do, the beautiful bunch is a social enterprise florist and they do amazing flower arrangements and do event support and a whole host of other things and it's a great way for people to be able to support people new to australia that are young women who are trying to find work but also in a a really practical way so being able to buy your flowers from there get christmas wreaths that sort of thing is a really fantastic Mm -hmm. way to do it and i really love the work that they're doing i'd say probably clean slate clinic would be another one Mm -hmm. Um, and again they do um, home alcohol detox programs which is really both a timely and necessary thing from a health perspective, but also a really fantastic business model that they're running. And I guess another one, perhaps maybe played it forward, where they operate a number of social enterprise restaurants like Kiev Social here in Sydney. And again, that's such a great opportunity. You can go and have a great meal and know that the meal you're buying is buying two more for people in need. So again, I, I think those ideas that really are encouraging people to mix their spend with impact, I think is really exciting. Yeah, totally. And a few fantastic organizations there, Kristen. So for all the listeners, if you head on through to impactboom.org and find Kristen's article, we'll make sure that there are links through to those different organizations in Kristen's article there. So to finish off then, what about some books or resources, blogs, podcasts that you would recommend to our listeners? Let's see. Right now I'm in the midst of reading uh, Peter Winnicke's book, Give While You Live. Mm. 
um, which is all about more and better giving in Australia. And I think that's something that I'm personally really passionate about. Um, you know, Peter certainly has a lot of really fantastic insights in that space. Yes. And another one that's kind of slightly perhaps, it's an older book, but I'm just re-digesting it. I think it was published, I don't know, maybe five years ago, which is New Power. It's about how anyone can persuade, mobilize, and succeed in our chaotic and connected world. And I think it's such a great way of looking about how really shifting power to be more open, participatory, and peer-driven. And again, I think that's so much of what the funding network's about and a lot of what some of the best movements that we're seeing in the social impact space are really doing. So I think if the ideas there um, are extremely relevant and help us understand why some of the things are happening that are happening today. Mm, well, they certainly sounds like some excellent resources, Kristen. So thanks for sharing those. And thank you very much to you for all the work that you're doing to really support organisations around Australia. There's just such an array of great alumni that you work with on an annual basis. So we really appreciate that. And of course, for your really generous insights and time today, we'll look forward to following your journey and chatting again soon. Thanks so much, Tom. Thanks for listening to Impact Boom. You'll find links to the initiatives, people and resources mentioned in this podcast on impactboom.org. Please leave your comments below and remember, we'll be publishing fresh inspiration and insights to help you create positive impact every week on the website, Facebook page and Twitter.